twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. I felt like the other day that we lived in New York, even though we were in Los Angeles. Oh, you mean when we had our date night? Yeah, because we did something different. Because there's that one movie um, that, um, uh, shoot, comedian, gray hair. Oh, Steve Martin. No, not Steve Martin. Steve Martin? Steve Martin has gray hair. He's a comedian. Okay, great. I'm sure so there's Steve, others. It was, it was something like something in L.A., and, and it was like, it was a big thing that was making fun of people in Los Angeles and you can't drive, you know, they're driving stuff the way that the, the coffee's ordered or anything. It was just a big joke on Los Angeles. Oh yeah. I, I know which one you're talking about. The one where they're going to their neighbors for dinner or something and they- No, they like, were going to, they didn't specify their neighbors. They're like, oh, we're going to go to Tina and Marie's house for dinner. And then they hop in the car, you know, fasten the seatbelt and they literally drive next door. To the next house over. Exactly. Next door. So, you know, I, I laugh at that. I mean, because I don't really walk a lot. I mean, I don't live in a part of California that you do walk. I mean, L.A. doesn't walk that much. No, but I got to tell you, L.A. is not accessible for walking either. L.A. doesn't make it easy. I mean, you have to, like, cross freeways and stuff like that. They don't have little walkways over a lot of the freeways. Some, but not most of them. Yeah. So it's not accessible. It's, it's definitely different. It's not set up like New York is. So I felt when we went, Virginia wanted to have this, let's go do dinner and we're going to go to the little place that you like. It's a little Italian restaurant. It's in our neighborhood. And but, I felt, you know, I felt like it. it's just blocks from our house. It's really not that far. I'm telling you, we didn't even walk there and back more than a mile. And I just felt like it's so ridiculous for us to get into the car to go over there and then eat big food. I figured we may as well do a little exercise. Besides, it was the most gorgeous night ever. Well, you're saying that, but here's the thing. It's like every time I've gone there, I've actually driven over there. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's there, there's some long blocks. So let's say it's six long, two short blocks combined. Yeah, which is not that much. And No, it's not. It's not. It's not a, a large amount, but I've always driven over there. I now know where I'm supposed to park because parking's a, a pain in the butt like it is anywhere in Los Angeles. So I've got my parking spot. I know where I'm going. Virginia said, let's just walk over there. And I thought the weather was really nice. And I thought that would be kind of good. I mean... One of the benefits that we do have being in California, we've got great weather. Yeah, I mean, it was it was gorgeous. I mean, it was perfect night. It was maybe about 75 degrees, very dry, no humidity. I mean, it was perfect. Sun was going down. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a wonderful uh, walk over there. And then um, we met a friend. Well, I, I can say why. You know, and this is why we don't walk. Before we get to the friend that we met on the street. Right. This is why we don't walk. Because part of the walk was under this freeway underpass right and there was all this bird shit like pigeon shit yeah it was piled but what they tried the city tried to do is they had um styrofoam and they started blocking it off so the the birds can't get underneath there and the birds are you know they're hardworking animals because they're must been hitting the stuff out you know keep hitting it hitting it and then all of a sudden there's room for them to land so these flying rats are like stuffing themselves up, you know, all the way up at the top where the freeway overpass starts. And they just hang their asses over the side and they just shit. And they continue to shit. And I'm not just talking like, you know, you walk down the street, you see like some bird shit on the ground. This was piles, like stacks. Like you would need a shovel. I mean, several inches high. You'd need a dog pooper scooper. You don't need a shovel. She's she's exaggerating. Oh no, you needed a shovel. This was ridiculous. I'm gonna go take a picture of it and put it on here. I think you should. But we've walked past that when we've taken the dogs for long walks. Yeah, so that's one reason, you know, not to walk in L.A. But that's what I try to hold my breath because I know the pigeon shit, when you breathe it in, gives you all these crazy lung diseases. I can't hold my breath for the entire block. Oh, you're thinking of Billy Exterminator, so he ruined your walk for you. Yeah, but here's the other crazy thing. And, and this is where we met our friend on the walk is 
I remember when my, my parents came to visit, and I know I talked about this before, but when our parents came to visit, my dad, you know, they're from New York, so they they want to walk everywhere. So my dad wanted to go out and get a paper because that's what he does every morning in New York. He wanted to walk to the 7-Eleven that was also like under the freeway, you know, under the freeway underpass and all the way down a few blocks. And it wasn't like it was far. No, it's a short walk. It just, it wasn't a great walk. And so as he's walking, he comes back home. He tells us about his walk. First of all, he's sweating bullets because it's hot as hell in LA because I think it was in the summer. And then he comes back. And see, that's another reason we don't walk in LA because it's hot. You'd sweat bullets the whole way there and back. And so we get in our air-conditioned cars. We're not heathens. We're not animals. You're saying that, but we don't walk in the wintertime. In Los Angeles, it really doesn't rain. It's very rare. So we're looking at, what, from July to August, you shouldn't walk? Anyway, so my so my dad comes back, and he's telling us about his walk, and he said as he went across the freeway exit, there was this homeless guy sitting there, and the homeless guy, he said, started staring daggers at him like, you know, my dad was going to take his corner or something. Well, the freeway, that's a, that's prime uh, property. That's I would prime be real sitting there. There's, there's, there's a freeway exit on, on both sides. Yeah, it's prime real estate for panhandling. And let me tell you, you know, he, he thought, my, I mean, since nobody walks in L.A., so he's my dad walking, you know, this old guy walking down the street by himself. He thinks it's another guy going to take his corner. Well, it's either that or he thought he's going to get robbed. I don't think so. I think this guy would have knifed my dad. Oh. So anyways, we're, we're doing our, our, you know, date night. You know, we're going to go to this Italian restaurant, walk. And there's a gentleman that... What's this guy? He's just walking in front of us. And I can tell that he looks like a homeless guy because he's got like greasy pants on and he's got like, he's got like these fucked up Ugg boots. No, but here, here's the thing is, is I, I glanced at a piece of paper because I took some notes. And I was trying to remember exactly what he looked like. And I looked at the paper. Of course, there's no description, but now I remember because it jarred, jarred my memory. He had black hair and it was like a 70s look and it was shoulder length. Okay, let me tell you about this hair before you go even further. Yeah. It was shoulder length and it was like, it was like, it wouldn't, it looked like it had so much hairspray on it that it wouldn't move, but it wasn't hairspray. It was just grease and homeless dirt. That's kind of sexy and hot. And so it would like stick, it would be a bob except that it like no, stuck but it was out like, It was angle. parted in the middle. And it yeah. was kind of like the, like a 1970s sort of feathered back hair, but it wasn't feathered. It was just hanging there. But that, that's the kind of way that I'm thinking of it. And then he had... A mustache. Yeah, he had a he had a big, thick, crazy mustache. And he's he's a white guy, except he's white, but he's been out in the sun so much that he's turning brown. He's not Latino, but he's turning brown. He's got this like leather oh, leather skin. The leather red brown leather skin. Yes. You know how like they've been out in the sun, they don't have sunscreen. That's exactly right. So that's that's what it is. He had jeans on and greasy, in- disgusting jeans. Wait a minute, and he had his jeans tucked into this ratty old pair of UGG boots. And here it is, like, it's it's more than 70 degrees. There's no reason to be wearing your Ugg boots. He doesn't have a choice. So then he also had a comb in his right pocket. And it's like like the those old combs that... It was like an Afro pick. No, it wasn't For an his Afro greasy pick. hair. No, it was like those ones that are those plastic combs, and they're and they've got that huge thing that they can hold on to, like the, the 1970s stuff. Yeah, the handle. And it's and it's like a like a, not an hourglass, but kind of like where it's round at the bottom and then it goes up. But this thing shoved in there. And I didn't know at first what it was. I thought it might have been a knife. No, I knew it was a comb. You know why? Because I remember wearing a comb in my back pocket in the 70s. I don't know when, it's why It's the we, same comb. He might have found your comb. I don't know why, why we thought we were always brushing our hair in the 70s. It was crazy. We used to, don't you remember? That? Oh, you were not old enough maybe. But no. we didn't have, we used to wear combs in our back pocket like it was cool. No, I had a comb. I, mean, I think it was elementary school. But I was a lesbian. It wasn't about being anything cool at the 70s. I was just a little lesbian. I didn't know I was then. So he, you know, he's got the comb in his pocket, which could have been, because I've watched those, you know, scared straight and those prison movie thingies that they can make knives out of 
anything. They can make a knife out of a toothbrush. Oh, you think it was a it, shiv? It could have been a shiv. It could have been a very big, thick shiv because someone's going to try to take his Ugg boots. Great. So he had that. And he, then as he's walking, he's having a full-on conversation. And he was kind of getting upset. So whoever he was talking to was pissing him off. Not at first, though. At first, it was just like, because, you know, my crazy radar went up. Because I, I, you know, my new, I'm from New York. I, my New York crazy radar went off a little bit. So I started to slow us down, slow down the pace a little bit. Oh, you bit. did, because I was walking pretty quickly. Yeah, I was so just that, very thrilled going, right. oh, boy, I'm exercising. Right. So yeah, I could right. let him get a little ahead, because he was talking. He wasn't, he you know, he was walking that crazy way where he'd, like, take a step, like, three feet to the side, and then one, one forward with the other foot. And, you know, so he was covering a lot of sidewalks side to side so I could tell this guy is out of his mind and he's talking but talking in normal tones like you know whoever he's got with him sitting on his shoulder talking to a nice conversation so see I don't I'm just think sitting like, on his shoulder I think it's a full-on person like you know maybe you know five foot six you know I'm imagining what his his friend is like and what he looks like because he's having a conversation he's looking at this guy he's not looking at his shoulder he is looking at somebody standing there that's not there yes and now i'm pacing lights so i'm making sure the lights you know like okay there's a light coming up you know it's red he's at the corner so i slow roxanne down a little bit more you know okay good the light turned he goes you know he's going forward so we can continue on forward and then when we got across i think we got across riverside or something like that and that's when all hell broke loose. That's when he started really talking crazy. And he started yelling and cussing at whoever was with him. But he would stop. I, he would he wasn't can I tell you forward. He would stop. I was tempted to go over there and just start picking a fight with that guy. Don't you fucking talk to my friend like that and like yell nothing. He would have slit your wrist. No, no, no. He would have thought throat. that I was backing him up. Because I wouldn't be, I'd be, you know, I'm, you know, sir, you're totally right. You're a fucking asshole. And I'd start pointing and screaming at this imaginary person so now now he's he's continuing so he starts going down the street again but he's he's still cussing up a storm and yelling now he's pointing at this person who's not even there see i would know where to look but he's but he's still moving forward down the street and then he stops and i'm like oh shit and then he turns around and starts looking at us and i'm like oh no don't make any eye contact just just slow it down linger at the corner let him go and then we get we get like we get like within a half a block of the restaurant and he turns the corner and I'm like, okay, good. You know, so I'm walking real slow, let him get down that whatever street he's walking down and we get to the corner and the, the restaurant is right across the street now. We're, we're waiting for the signal. We're waiting for the signal. He turns around. We see him, you know, a quarter of the way down the street. He turns around, stops, is yelling, cussing, pointing, starts walking back towards us. I'm like, oh shit. So I should start like racing across the street. And Roxanne, I can tell Roxanne is shuffling behind me. And I run over to the restaurant. I'm grabbing the door like it's out of some movie where, you, you know, it's like, you know, people are chasing you and you can't get the door open. No, it's not a movie. It would be like a nightmare that you have that, you know, the door can't open or you're running and you've got your, your feet stuck in mud or quicksand or something like that. Yeah, I was, I pulled open the door and practically shoved your ass in. No, I, I, I got in there, but I was thinking, you know, I was waiting for him to walk into the restaurant looking for us. That's well, what I thought the I, whole time. Look, I, I knew the guy who worked there, some big burly guy. I knew that he would take care of it. If some what freak, big burly guy? The what guy, who, the waiter, guy? the waiter dude. He's big dude. He's a big dude. He would have thrown this guy out of his ass. I wasn't I worried about it. Once we made it to the restaurant, knife. once we made it to the restaurant, there was enough people. I was good. It, it was very good. But here's the thing. Okay, so that was our date night. When I took you to the airport, because you went to what, I think North Carolina, I dropped yeah. you off at the airport and I brought the dogs and I thought, you know, I want to get, I want to treat myself. So I stopped off at Porto's. It's a really good bakery. And it used to open up at 6 a.m. because I used to go pick up the, the cakes for, for work, for birthdays. 
So I go there and it's opening at 6.30. There's a lesbian with a crew cut and some Latino dude and they're chit-chatting. I mean, no no worries. There was an Asian guy and I don't know if he's Filipino or what, but he was, he was Asian and he's having a conversation. I thought he was on a, a cell phone because I, I just assumed it was like an earpiece in his ear and he's talking and this is in fucking Burbank. And he's yip-yapping and he's laughing and he's having a good time. And I'm thinking, oh, he's waiting for the restaurant or sorry, the bakery to open up. That's great. Waiting, waiting. And it's about 20 minutes before it's going to open. So I'm outside, you know, on Hollywood Way and Magnolia. Busy area. People are lining up. Some some other guys from, you know, uh, probably construction showed up. And this woman showed up with her 12-year-old daughter. And this guy is now he's, you know, he's ha 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 ha. And he's saying stuff. He's, he's saying the things. I, I don't know if he thought he was speaking English or if he's speaking some other language, but it sounded like English, but it was just so incoherent. You couldn't understand. And I noticed he didn't have the earpiece. So he's just fucking having a good old time. I think because like in a while ago, other cities brought their homeless people and their schizophrenic people and dropped them off in Los Angeles. And I think since they're doing that thing in downtown LA, trying to make it very cool with the sports and stuff, I think they're picking the people from downtown LA and they're now dropping them off in Burbank and uh, Toluca Lake. Well, I got to tell you this. This is another reason why we get in our cars and we drive. I get in the car, I lock the doors, I drive. So I have my air conditioning and I have my bulletproof glass or whatever, my crazy proof glass. But that's why we don't walk in LA. It's a good idea that you, you uh, drive, but when you get out of the car, there's a problem. So what I think I've had to, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get those, um, a working dog jackets and say that Bosco or Lulu is, you know, our, our working dog and, you know, has a permit, helps me with whatever, then that way if we get attacked, we can let them go and they'll attack the crazy guy because they're fucking everywhere now. Well, I got to tell you. I don't feel safe. If you're going to be homeless and crazy, you may as well be in a nice, beautiful, warm climate like LA rather than Wisconsin. Go to the beach. Not the valley. The beach. The beach. It's better. Bye. Bye. Bye.